0: if you're a tennis fan you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network whether you're a better or just love tennis you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar subscribe to game bet match today from your favorite podcast provider hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of betting weekly game bet match the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with bet rivers your hometown sports book it's Wimbledon quarterfinals already. Where's that week gone? A week ago, last week, we were moaning about the rain. Never thought they'd get the tournament done, but they've got to the business end on week two. Of Wimbledon on Wednesday, we have two men's quarterfinals to break down. And to break down them alongside me, I have our senior ATP tour handicapper. It's Sean Calvert. Sean, good morning to you. Um, good morning. It's fair to say that uh, this hasn't been one of our best tournaments, uh, but... Uh, I spoke to Roy Jewinni yesterday, who's having a very bad tournament as well on the women's side as well. And I think if you look at over Twitter and social media, there are a lot of handicappers who are who are struggling at this Wimbledon. and I think it's been a good one for the books despite the favorites
1: coming through. yeah, it's always difficult, as I said before, to try and find some value in these in these grand slam tournaments, you know it's best of five. the favorite does you know does tend to win most of the time. It's just statistically that is has been borne out over the years. I've said Wimbledon runs at about 25% underdog winners. You know, it depends how you want to do your betting. Now, a lot, I know a lot of people say to me, oh, why don't you just go for this guy? He's like one, you know, a solid one to two chance or whatever. I, that's not for me. If you want to, if you want to bet like that, that's, you know, that's absolutely fine. It's, I'm not saying my way is the right way or whatever, but you know, I, if I don't see value in a bet, I can't, I can't take it. And it is difficult to find value in majors, as I said before. So, you know it's tough. Uh, we've had some rotten luck as well, haven't we? Things like things like a first set tiebreak in Berrettini's Zverev ended up six three, and the other two were tiebreaks. Stuff like that. You, you know, you get a couple of a couple of results like that, which are you know just ridiculous bad luck, and then you have one or two that just don't go your way. All of a sudden, you're under pressure, and it's um, it's never it's never pleasant, is it? The best, the the, the biggest, arguably tournament of the year, certainly as far as you know, British viewers are concerned. You know, it's not it's not uh, it's not fun, but. You know, that's the way it is. Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I mean, we're still making a ten percent yield on the, on our picks this this season here on the on the podcast. So it's oh yeah, people don't people don't remember that, do they? <laughs> no, it's, it's just one. It's just one of those tournaments. Things happen. I mean, I've had a terrible tournament. I mean, I've, I've obviously followed the picks in that we've done here, which we're losing small units on. But everything that I've done when in play stuff like that has gone you couldn't believe how unlucky i've been i bet um obviously i bet uh, the match we spoke about davidovich vikina up against ol garoon vikina obviously two set match points blows them 8-5 up in the final set tie break gets 8-8 eight, eight, realizes he can't serve cuz his nerves have got the better of him and uh, loses five points and loses the match and then yeah. uh, on on sunday i uh, i was i i stood to win 2000 pounds if uh, bencic beat igor shrontek uh, I opposed Igor Shrontek and I went, I've got a cold, I've got hay fever today, so I apologise for my runny nose. But I I, um, I, I said to win £2,000 if Igor uh, Shrontek had uh, beaten uh, Benchich And um, I did the bet on my way to Wembley Stadium. I went to watch uh, Blur at Wembley, uh, Wembley on Sunday. Oh, yeah. With, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was with John Wright, who uh, works on here, who does uh, the cricket and also yeah. Ryan Pedderson's agent, the tennis player. I was with, I was with John and... Um, had the bet, and we couldn't get a phone reception at Wembley Stadium, and I saw that uh, Benchich had um, failed to take two match points, and I'm sure that I would have hedged my position at some stage in play. So it's been one of these unlucky tournaments, just really close to winning, and obviously yesterday we had, had bets and, uh, as well, and the day before, which have been very, very heartbreaking. So, but it happens, and as I keep it saying, it happens. This is not a 100-metre sprint. This is a marathon, and we have to just sort of take the rough with this move. We, you know, we, we're always on so, so congratulating ourselves when we, we're not we're doing well and we have to sort of say to ourselves well, we're not doing so well as well. So this tournament has been a bad one. It has been a bad one and, and I think there's the remaining matches, I find it very hard to see how we can um, make it a winning tournament but we can then definitely end on a high with some winning bets because obviously there's some very, very heavy favourites and in the quarterfinals tomorrow obviously there's two quarterfinals today. We're recording this today on Tuesday. There's two quarterfinals today and there's two quarterfinals tomorrow on Wednesday. They're both very see very heavy favorite so let's start with the first match um uh, probably the i think they're i don't think they're both as equally interesting but you've got carlos alcaraz up against Holger good room now i have been a massive anti-carlos alcaraz um uh, p- p- person here on the, on this podcast i've said that i thought three to one was ridiculously short i thought yeah he won queen's club uh but he's going to find it very difficult to replicate that form Against Berrettini, I know Berrettini's level's dropped, but Alcaraz raised his game and he looked really, really good. Um, he's every favourite here, as you would expect. Minus 385, Holger Rune is $3. Uh, the spread is five and a half. The Spaniard, number one seed, giving up five and a half is minus 109. And the total here is 37 and a half, uh, over minus 107, under one four, minus 114. There's 52 different markets. I haven't looked at all the different markets. I'm sure you have I had a look at them, Sean, to see the best value. Mm. Alcaraz is nine and zero on uh, on grass this year, which is amazing stats. Uh, Holger Rune he, not far off eight and one. That has impressed me, Holger Rune. I mean, I must admit, for a man who got beat by Ryan Pedersen last year at Queen's Club to to do what he's doing on grass here, and, and you, I've also been someone who's been opposing him. But uh, his spirit and his uh, and we've questioned his ability in long matches. He's shown a bit of fight, but. Uh, the fight against davidovich Rikina and Dimitrov will be a very, very low level compared to the the the, the up in class against a fired up Alcaraz who uh, who played exceptionally well in his last match.
1: Yeah, he has been a bit lucky again, Rune. Yes, he, he has some luck. This kid, he really does. I know he fights really hard, and you you know people can say he, he deserves to come out on top of some of these tight matches, but he really does. He should never have beaten Serendolo at the French Open. I'm still still not happy about that. Um, should never have beaten Davidovich-Vikina. Um, probably wasn't going to beat Dimitrov, but as I said in the video that I did on Twitter, I wouldn't trust Dimitrov's body over five sets. Uh, and once again, that 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 came back to haunt Dimitrov, didn't it? Won the first set, wasn't able to to really produce his best after that because of the, you know I think it was a back injury that he had. Um, so he's had a, he's had a bit of luck, Rune. If you look at the stats on on grass this season. Um, as you said, Alcaraz nine and, and zero, as you just said there, his service points one return points one total is 110 and his service hold break total is 119. So these are very strong stats on grass. I, I did say about Alcaraz that once he gets, you know, the movement, he he does have the the parts to his game that that will make him most likely a decent grass court player. And he's got decent serve, very big forehand, moves well. He's able to, you know, isn't afraid at all of coming into the net. has got a good drop shot. He's able to follow. He's got all those things. He just, need, all he needed was a bit of experience. And that's obviously come, hasn't it, this summer at Queen's Club and, and here. Um, so those are excellent stats. Compare them to what Holger Roon's done. 7-1 and one win-loss, uh, service points, one return points, one total of 104. So he's six points down on Alcaraz there. His whole break total is 106. So he's 13 points down on Alcaraz there as i said he's been fortunate to beat Davidovich for who's he's fortunate to beat dimitrov um the problem is a return of serve as far as as far as these two sets of stats are concerned it's a big advantage to carlos alcaraz on return runes only broken 16% of the time on grass this season it's not enough you know against the top top guys um he's played a tie break in 6 of his 8 grass court matches in 2023 Rune, so he is relying on on his serve and, and and on tie breaks he's not breaking as much anywhere near as much as as Alcaraz is so you would favor Alcaraz I mean it's it's hard to disagree with the price at this stage of a major isn't it normally um I can see Alcaraz winning this would I back him at what is he 1.26 that's that's short that is isn't it mm. it's not my kind of bet um I know that people will bet it I think it's currently roughly even money isn't it that it's actually slightly slightly odds on that Djokovic and Alcaraz are going to meet in the final. It does look almost certain now, doesn't it? It's for me. I, I'm struggling to see how that's not going to be the case unless injuries or anything else um, happens. But Alcaraz three one's interesting. I think Rune's certainly got a set in him. I think these two are going to play some some really good matches against each other over the next sort of ten years or so. Um, I think Rune will keep it competitive. I think it'll be reasonably close. But I think Alcaraz will just have slightly too much over the course of the five sets. So. 3 one is a possibility um, plus 240 that is with Bet rivers. that's about all I can sort of see in this one I'm not I'm not sold on any other markets to be honest.
0: Just uh, another sort of looking ahead to the US open which is uh, a month away now. Um, we are always talking about looking for value in people in tournament winner markets. there's a lot of people who've made big statements here at Wimbledon have come through, you know, the likes of uh, the man we're going to speak to in a minute, Christopher Eubanks, Berrettini has made a big statement. He's back to some some top-level tennis. Holger Rune, who would expect to probably get a little bit better on, on the on the US Open, on the hard courts. Um, is there anyone now you're looking at that, Do you think that, we should perhaps look at them to potentially do well in Flushing Meadow next month?
1: I, I would be concerned about Rune. I, I'm still holding concerns about him over his his stamina over the longer matches and it you know you know yourself it does get depending on the weather it does get sometimes very hot very humid in new york during the us open i'd be i'd be slightly worried about rune from that point of view um as is is interesting coming into some sort of um getting back towards his best form now after that you know horrible injury every year ago he's obviously should have won the us open against team, shouldn't he? Ended up losing it. Um he certainly won. Let's keep an eye on Berettini, as you said. Um Medvedev looking very strong if he's if he's mm. able to go this far on grass, which is one of his worst services. You know he doesn't like playing anything else other than hard courts. Once he gets back on the hard courts, he's gonna have a big chance. Um it's hard to look at anybody else other than this cluster that as you've seen from this Wimbledon draw, it's all it's all the, the top guys again, isn't it? You know, Alcaraz, Rune, Medvedev. Um, Sinner, Djokovic uh, it's difficult to look anywhere much apart from that sort of ahead of the market Um Medvedev I'd say is 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 perhaps the strongest um, uh, one coming into the US Open
0: Yeah I mean just, just before we go on to the next game touch touching that again I mean we've spoken about it as well as the conditions I think this is the toughest Wimbledon well, I, I think it's got tougher and tougher as the years I mean 20 years ago I think making money at Wimbledon was really easy because certain players couldn't play on the grass they never used to it it was much quicker as you said now we we I think we factor in the grass court form and this sort of mentality. Well, I do. I'm I, I'm I'm definitely guilty of that. Oh, that guy can't play grass. That guy can play grass. I don't think there is that anymore. I think they all can play it. <laughs> I don't think it's a it's a huge advantage like it was ten years ago. And I think we've got to yeah. change our sight. Yeah. I mean, change our, change our way of thinking here because there will be matches where you could opposed David Ferrer, for example, whoever he played he had no chance on the grass back in the day but now...
1: There was they... loads, wasn't there? David Enko used to yeah. hate it. There, there was there was quite a few that just thought, I'm not doing this. A lot of that were there was before the slightly extended grass season because at it, 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 one point it was just about, it was three weeks, wasn't it? It was one tournament, Queen's Club, Wimbledon done. Mm. They, they did extend it by a week, um, which has made some people perhaps pay a bit more attention to it than they did sort of 10, 15 years ago or whatever, but yeah, you're right. I think that point is is valid because it, it, I mentioned it at the start of the tournament, didn't I? The statistics—it's the lowest grass court tournament in terms of, tie breaks per set, and all the rest of it. You know, it's it just isn't quick anymore. It's just a, it's a bit like a green hard court. Certainly in the second week, the first week you only get the low bounces and and all that sort of stuff. That's when the seeds can be vulnerable. I think it's after they've played two or three matches and they get into the second week, it does just play more like a, a green hard court basically.
0: Yeah, conditions definitely changed at Wimbledon, and, and all these players now. Can play on all services. Uh, there's no real grass court standout anymore. But Djokovic obviously isn't a natural grass court. When you consider he's won eight titles compared to a Federer and a Sampras, all those, it's, it's, it makes it a much more level playing field. Uh, just one a little bit of housekeeping for you. Wimbledon a live match bet offer with uh, BetRivers. 50% match bet. Place a real money live wager of $10 or more on a Wimbledon match and receive 50% Wimbledon match bonus bet up to 25 or up to hundred dollars for vip customers loyalty seven and above odds must be minus two dollars or greater to qualify they can only be claimed one per day during the promotional period bonus bets will be loaded in 30 minutes of placing a qualifying wager and would expire seven days after the event so that is an offer from bet rivers for in play bettors uh, and i think the in is probably betting is going to take a lot the pre-match betting on these two matches aren't, isn't going to be great, but I think I think the in-play is going to be incredible when you consider the odds of the two of them. The next match um, is that man we spoke about, Daniel Medvedev, up against Christopher Eubanks, who's been the takeout player for me. Uh, here on the grass court season uh in across Europe. Unbelievable for me. He's on a nine and zero winning run on grass after winning in New York and making the quarterfinals here at Wimbledon. But Medvedev the Russian is the favourite minus five dollars. Christopher Eubanks is plus 380. The handicap here is four and a half. Medvedev minus four and a half minus one thirty four. Eubanks is plus one ten plus four and a half and the total is thirty nine and a half. Um providing that he doesn't get a bit of stage fight Christopher Eubank in his first Major quarterfinal. I think he can give uh, Medvedev a test here. They met once before in 2023 in Miami, met in the quarterfinal where Ubanks had a great tournament, but he ran into Medvedev, who ended it at the quarterfinal stage, the same stage as they're playing here. And Medvedev won six three seven five. But uh, Ubanks with that serve and his six foot six frame, he's he's looking good on grass, confident as well.
1: Oh yeah, his confidence is is there for all to see, and it's he's he's been a breath of fresh air, hasn't he? You know, he's a really likable guy as well. Obviously enjoying his tennis, you know, whipping up the crowd. Just you know, it, 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 it's been great. I, I've really enjoyed watching Christopher Eubanks over the last sort of few weeks or so. Um, I think it's worth mentioning about that Miami match. It, it was played in, in pretty quick conditions. You were there, weren't you? It was it yeah. was fast um, courts there that week. But when they played, it was there was a rain delay after about five. I think it was about after about five games. Medvedev was struggling against Eubanks for the first sort of five games. You know, Eubanks was on top. He does have that kind of game that can disrupt Medvedev. We we know Medvedev likes just to patrol the baseline, stand deep, just um run the legs off people with just never missing, you know, it, that that's that's his game. That sort of counter punching style. Um and it, it can be disruptive. We've seen people like Nick Kyrgios and Sitsipas when they've played serve volley come to the net. You know, Medvedev hasn't really had an answer for it, and he didn't in the first five games of that Miami match. Then there was a range lay, and he came back, and Medvedev made a few adjustments, started standing a bit closer to return the serve, little things like that. They both created six break point chances that day. Medvedev took four, and Eubanks took one, um, and that's that's the issue that that Eubanks has: is his return game isn't isn't great. You know, it, he was let's be honest, he was fortunate on the stats; he was very fortunate to beat Sitsipas. The reason he beat him is because he got hot in the last two sets, Eubanks. He was two sets to one down. He was way, way down on the stats. Didn't really look like he was doing a single thing on return. I think he won 20, 26% of return points, Eubanks, which is you know, virtually nothing against Sitsapaz. He won 12 points fewer in the match. He won 7% fewer service points, 7% fewer return points. But in the last two sets, he, he just started ripping it and it, it was good enough. And, it, and in the end, if you, over the last two sets, he was much the better player. He ended up winning the match, even though he was miles behind on all the stats. So I, th- I think if I think it's a struggle to see him winning this. It, it really is. He just doesn't do enough on return. Let's have a look at the grass stats for this season, 2023 at main level. Medvedev is 6-2 win-loss. His service points, one return points, one total is 105. His whole break total is 113. He was 39% of return points, which is a good 10% more the new banks, and I, I think that's where Medvedev will win this match. He's just a far better returner um, of serve. He's still not. I'm still not sold on Medvedev. He's only won forty seven percent of his second serve points on the grass this season, but he's making sixty eight percent of his first serve. So he's not. That's not. That's not hurting yet. I think it will do in the next couple of matches. I can't. You know, I can't see him winning this title, but that that isn't good enough. Really, forty seven percent. Let's compare it to Eubanks. He's 9-2 win-loss. His service points one return points one total is 102, which, you know, is pretty de- pretty decent, but, you know, wouldn't have thought it would trouble the, the, the elite players. Does well on servers. You'd expect 72% of service points one, which is very, very good, but only 30% on return. And that's that's his problem. I, I think he's going to struggle to break Medvedev's serve often enough to win this match. I think he's got a set in him, though, because that that style of play, that he has, that Medvedev, he's not going to like that. He, did, he didn't like it at the start of Miami. I think the fact that he's played him once before will help him this time. He was coming in a bit cold, wasn't he? I can't imagine he knew much about Chris Eubanks before that Miami match. I can't imagine he would ever have seen him play. Um, so perhaps there was an element of surprise there. Now there isn't. I, I feel like it's, this has got 3-1 Medvedev um, written all over it, really. I feel like Eubanks will win a set with that style of play that he's got if he can get to the net often enough. <laughs> to disrupt Medvedev's rhythm. There's there's probably a set in it in it for him there, but I'm not not sure I see him winning anymore. 3 1 to Medvedev is a plus 225 chance for Bet Rivers.
0: So that's it. Three one to the favourites. The best way to get in with the favourites for Sean. Um would you put anyone off having a little parlay on the two favourites? Medvedev and to boost up their uh, their odds?
1: I'm not sure it'd be I'm not sure it'd be my bet, but I, I can't see either of them losing. So I suppose the answer is why yeah. not I mean it's it's not my it's not my kind of betting but I wouldn't I wouldn't put anybody up I wouldn't say either of these two favourites are likely to lose
0: no so uh, we expect Medvedev to place Carlos Alcraz in the Wimbledon semi-final obviously the other semi-finals uh, will be known a little bit later and we'll talk about the semi-finals later on in the week uh, there's a good podcast available if you could get it on time with myself and Rory looking at the women's quarterfinals as well Uh, I'll be back uh, later in the week with Rory and Sean, breaking down more of the action here at Wimbledon. Remember, there's four ways to follow us here on the Betting Weekly Game Bet Match podcast. You can download the podcast on your preferred podcast provider, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Give us a rate and review there. We're riding high in the charts, both here in England and across in the US, and we want to keep that momentum going. Uh, You can also follow or subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, where there's some great content, uh, not only on the tennis, but also on the soccer and some cricket action as well cricket is hitting america big time i am being told it's going to be the next big thing is over it? in america yes yes they've got the cricket world cup they've got the cricket 2020 world they? cup yeah and they've got some big
1: tournament um coming up over there cricket is uh it's the new big thing it's the new well we'll be there won't we we'll be at the u.s opening in the month i'm going to ask a bunch of americans what they think about cricket and i'll i'll let you know what they say
0: well I, I, i'll i tell you a funny story about uh cricket but i, th- I think it'd be lost on the on american viewers at the moment but uh it was. It's about it the after the world. I'll tell, tell you when it goes. When it goes crazy. <laughs> so that's that content is on there, and also you can follow us on our socials uh, across Instagram and Twitter. We share the same handle at Because We Win. Uh, myself and Sean do regular videos on there, as well as all the other team. Uh, the Meat Man Steve Vish uh, all the other boys who were involved as well. RJ over in America that gives us their picks across the soccer and everything is on that uh, Twitter account as well. Uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll be moving across to Threads very shortly, Sean. It'll be over there on that Threads account. I'm sure the Sean Calvert Threads account will be uh, all over that. Yeah, all over. I think you need an Instagram account to get it. I haven't done it yet, but anyway, we'll have to work that out. Uh, Anyway, that's the quarterfinals wrapped up for Wednesday. Uh, We don't expect any problems for the two favours. We think they'll both progress, but probably lose a set. Three sets to one, three sets to one for Rune, three sets to one for Alcaraz. If we cash one of those, we make profit on the day, and that's what it's all about. Take care, everyone. Speak to you soon.